What's up? My name is Christelle, and I was just on Jess Finesse Presents. <laughs> Just Jess Finesse, you're my destiny. Hey, baby, what's good? What's poppin'? If you don't ask the question, then it's not Jess Finesse. So, white or yellow, Gary? Ah, uh, yellow. I said I like this video. <laughs> I said I like this video. Yeah, it's gosh. So you have to walk up some stairs. Everything was gone. Anywhere at the moment. Yes. They, you it was a alone. concert. Yeah. We, I planned the concert. I literally... <laughs> you, you heard them on speed out? Literally. Dog is out to the air. My dog is out to the air. Give it up. Try to make it up here. Yes, Finesse presents... Baby, what's good? What's poppin'? If you can hear my voice, you are listening to Jess Finesse, and you are tuned into Jess Finesse Presents. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. We're happy that you're here, and we hope that you stay. I can be annoying at times, but trust me, I'm lovable. Um, and if this is not your first time, welcome back. Um, thank you for being down with the gang and all that good stuff. But yeah, we're here today. So, y'all know the vibes. Um, it's another... So we record on Mondays. It goes on Fridays. This country's wretched. They're trying to tell me to stop saying this country's wretched. But until I see money, until I see a bag, this country's wretched. Okay? When I get a sponsor, maybe the country won't be as wretched. I don't know. But it's another Monday... Or when you hear this on Friday, it's another Friday in this wretched country. Um, but today's a little less wretched because I have a beautiful woman next to me. And I told God, I told God this year that I want to be around fine women. I want to be around beautiful people. And so far, he has not been disappointing me. And <laughs> like, he just answered my prayers yet again. I woke up from mm-hmm. my, you know, woke up in my bed, went to work. And then I came and I just saw this fine face. And now, like, life is just a little bit sweeter. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, um, women, people of the world, we don't discriminate. I have with me the lovely, the amazing, the gorgeous, the talented, the multifaceted Christelle in the building. So, Can I hi. clap for you, baby? Let me clap for you. We're going to clap for her. 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 Crystal, how are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. No, thank you for pulling up on me. Of course, every time. I feel Anytime. like it'd be, it'd be the artists or it'd be the guests that don't live in Nigeria that you guys just come here with welcome, with welcome open arms. Y'all be running here. Y'all come on time. It'd be my own people that live in the same legacy with me that you'd be asking them to pull up. They'd be giving you a runaround. So I That's appreciate Us anywhere all y'all people with blue passports. I appreciate all of y'all that live <laughs> in the United States of America or in the United Kingdom or all the other United countries. Thank you very of much. Of course. Thank you for having me. All right, baby girl. So, um, this is not the first time we're meeting. So, this is like, we have rapport. So, the conversation should flow smoothly. Absolutely. Um, but how it works in my podcast, in my, shank- in my sanctuary, in my safe space, is that I come up with a list of topics um, that we talk about, that we discuss. Okay. But we got to do it over a special meal. Okay? Oh, my God. Now, oh, oh my, my God, God to you. But, like, this meal is so important. Like, this podcast, if this meal wasn't in existence, there would be no Just Finesse Presents. Is so, it your favorite? Or, like, what's the significance of Gaddy? It's not that it's my favorite, but it's, like... What so does I it love, mean to you? What does it represent? What does it mean? That's what I want. Okay, so it represents a lot Why of Why do things. I have to do this today? It represents... So, you know how people be, like... Oh, the people you eat with, like really be your guys, like mm. who you who you make money with, who you break bread with, who you eat so with. So we eat together. So we eat together. <laughs> we eat together. Or we smoking curry together. Um, it's just a meal that, like, I say, it cuts across like socioeconomic classes. Like whether you rich, whether you poor, everybody knows Gary. Everybody mm. can drink Gary. Mm. I really don't want to believe that because you become a millionaire, you can't drink this lovely drink. Okay. And then when you have, 
your last, you know, $1,000 in your pocket, you can still drink this drink. So it just represents a lot of stuff. Um, it's a, it's a cultural staple in Nigeria. So mm-hmm. it just makes sense that, um, you just communicate and you just relate with somebody okay. over, you know, so it's an important, I feel it. I feel it. an important grain yeah. in the Federal Republic of Nigeria. Yeah, it is. So first things first, have you, have you seen Gary before? Um, I've seen it. Okay. I've seen it. Yeah. And where have you seen it? I think I've seen it in like pictures. Okay. So you haven't <laughs> seen it in real life? <laughs> no. Okay. So we real life Fox 5 right yeah, now. Why does this one look different than this one? Okay. So there are two types of Gary. Mm-hmm. There's white Gary and there's yellow Gary. Okay. Um, why? I'm not a Gary professor, so I don't know. <laughs> Do they fry this one? Do they fry white Gary? I think they, I think Zora said they fry. Okay. In Abidjan, we have, or in Kojiva, we have Atike, which is like, okay, the same grain, but it's okay. like, you eat it kind of like rice, like it's, you steam it, all that so stuff. So is, is that like, is that like couscous? It looks the same, but so, it's a cassava, but it's, uh, we call it Atike. Is there any, is there any food, is there any form of cassava that we eat in Nigeria that's like rice? That we eat it like it's rice. No, no, not to my knowledge. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, okay. Okay. it's cool. Cassava cross across all African countries. So, shout out, shout out to cassava. But okay. the reason why there's a difference in color is the yellow one, they fry it in um, palm oil, mm. which makes it yellow. Okay. That's why I'm like, I don't know if they fry it. I, I think I heard someone say they fry this in like normal oil. They probably do. Look, I don't know. I see. I just know that there's two types and there's two colors and there's two distinct different tastes. Mm-hmm. Um, if I have my way, I'm just going to make you drink yellow Gary. You don't know any better. So why, why, why give you a choice? Why give you a choice? My favorite is actually yellow. Okay. Fine. I mean, she would give her a choice. She don't know what she's choosing to give her a choice. What's the, what's the difference in flavor? Bro. They Can anybody in this, right? blue, in this they room They taste describe? different? Yes. Very okay. different. This... I'm going to be biased, mm. okay? This is trash. It's trash. It's trash. Mm, okay. Super trash. <laughs> Super trash, okay? Um, if I have to be slightly objective and, like, describe the taste, it, ha- it has a sour taste, mm. okay? This joint, this glorious yellow con, like, this glorious yellow grain next to you, it doesn't have a sour taste. It has a more neutral taste. Okay, yeah. Right? This is what I'm going So, to. that's why I feel like that's a safer option for you. Okay. You probably there shaking your head. Too bad you're not the one drinking it. Too bad you're not the one drinking it. All them boys back there, they they like white Gary. They, like they white love Gary, they love to be fighting with food. I don't like fighting with food. <laughs> food is an experience with for me. So Crystal, you're just Facts. gonna drink yellow. Okay. Okay. All right. Fine. All right. So you do drink. What is a what is a what is a comparable food like smoothie? No, no, no. not smoothie. Oh, you're talking about drinking though. Like, yeah, I'm trying to like. Do you do you eat grits? No, I've had grits though. And you didn't? Do you like them? I, it depends on how they're made. I don't eat like. I don't, but you're in I don't, Atlanta. Isn't grits like a popular food there? I'm not from Atlanta, so Yay. that's another conversation. Okay, no, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Okay, so you don't eat grits? No, I don't eat like. Is it like oatmeal? I definitely. It's don't not eat like oatmeal. oatmeal. Thank God. Okay, you don't like oatmeal? No, I love oatmeal. It's just, what? I don't, like, had, I don't like, like like banana like I don't like banana oatmeal either. like are you a texture big? Yeah, I am. I don't really like like smooth the texture like milkshakes. Disgusting. Do you like apples? So that means you don't like apple I like apples. I like apple sauce. Applesauce. But I like that, the, that's the, a smooth. The, but it's not like sweet. It doesn't feel like a creamy like. You don't like custard. Depends. Okay. okay. Depends. Okay. 
I'm I don't picky, but I am picky. I feel like time. there's not even a way to even help you. Like, let's just do it. Like, okay. So the reason why I asked you for like grits, right, is yeah. because so there's certain supplements that we add to the gary, mm. right? So there's some radical people. They'll just put like salts or they'll just put sugar, and that's it, right? I'm not. I'm, I'm not advising you to do that. Okay. You take it a step further. You can add milk. Do you drink milk normally? No, I don't. Okay. I drink like uh, like vegan almonds. I'm not vegan, right? Those but pe- I just, oh, I'm sorry. I don't like the texture that milk leaves like in your throat, right? Yeah, just, like that really thick. It's disgusting. Okay, but I don't. I don't feel like. I don't feel like powdered milk has that same texture. Like, I've never had like powdered milk, so that's another. Stop thing. it! It's a lot of first today. Okay. Even though you don't drink milk, yeah. I would suggest that you try this with milk. I'm going to try it how you suggest I try it. Okay, I love to hear I'm open to trying food for the first time, like just how it's supposed to be tried. And then we modify it from there. You feel me? You know, I'm laughing because you said how it's supposed to be tried. This is how I'm giving you the way I will eat it. So hopefully you like the way that. way then. We'll do it the just way, the finesse way. Okay? The finesse way. (laughs) So we add milk, then we add sugar. Oh, we don't, like sugar is fine, right? Yeah, you, you, you eat sugar. Yeah. Don't tell yeah. me you don't eat sugar. As long as it's not pork, it needs to be honey yeah. or raw nah, organic. Nah, nah, nah. Okay, none of that. Then you're not touching this, but this is chocolate powder. Because mm. some people they put chocolate powder in theirs. We're not gonna we're not gonna suffer ourselves today. Okay. Um, okay. And then you add um or I add granuts or peanuts. Oh. Please don't tell me you have a, a allergy to peanuts. No, thank I God. Don't. Okay, because it would it would have been scary here today. Do you eat peanuts? Um. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't just sit there and like eat peanuts. You know what I'm saying? But they don't be eating peanuts in every post. Yeah, of course they do. But you don't do it. No. No. It's not what my do you fa- eat? It's not my favorite nut. Can we ask what you eat? What's your favorite food? <laughs> what do I eat? I like I like seafood. Okay. I like oh, so you're a seafood boil babe? Yeah. No, I, I like beef too. Okay. Like if I had to choose between chicken and beef, I'm probably gonna choose beef. Every really? Time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What's okay. your what's what's your like uh, go to delicacy? Mm. Delicacy. Yeah. I don't know if I have or one. Or snack and like snack. Mm. What do I eat for a snack? I don't know. Just what is your favorite? Available. What I is? I don't have a favorite food either. So please don't ask wow. me. You know what I really like? What? Which is kind of like controversial is octopus. I heard you're not supposed to eat octopus anymore because it's something about the environment or something like that. But oh, you're yeah, like what? You're like making them become an endangered species or something? something like that. I don't know what it is. I had octopus once. For someone that likes texture, or someone who's concerned with texture, why right? do you like Weird. octopus? It's just delicious. It's really good. Ooh, <laughs> baby, it's fine. We're not gonna judge you. We're not gonna judge you. Okay. Okay. So she like I octopus. don't eat all the time, though. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't necessarily have a food that I like love eating all the time. Okay. Or like I okay. should, I like my taste buds change often. So it's like okay, today okay. I like this, tomorrow I might like that. That's not like a rich babe thing. Oh my I like God. my taste buds change often. Some of us all we can afford is rice, so that's all we eat. But okay, I've so had too much rice in my lifetime girl you can say that again <laughs> um all right then we use so we top it up with excuse me with water okay okay now there's different ways so they call this they call the technical term for what we're about to do is soaking gary mm. right so you pour the water and they're supposed to let the water you're supposed to let the gary soak the water up and it makes it like softer right that's the correct term like it makes yeah. it softer so it rises it rises. Okay. Okay, it rises. <laughs> so we're going to do this, right? Yeah. And we're just going to pray. And I'm going to cross my fingers that it's going to taste decent to you. I'm All not right. saying you got to finish the whole bowl. All right. If you can give me three three spoons, Ooh. I feel like mission Three's accomplished. <laughs> one and a half, I feel like mission accomplished. I can do one and a half. Okay, sure. let's begin. All right. Can you do me the honors of passing me a bowl? 
Thank you, baby girl. Okay. So, open. Just pour a little amount. This is your first time. You're going to take it slow. It's like ASMR. Add a little bit more. A little bit more. A little... Stop. Okay. Okay. This is sugar. Milk. You say you don't like the way it smells? How much? Up? You can add a little more. A little more. Kelsey, should she add a little more? I think that's... I think it was fine before. It's cool. Cause I, I, oh, you don't even drink milk. I'm asking you. You don't even drink milk. This is a very important moment for me because her reaction is going to like determine whether I... Yeah, but you definitely told her like after the first... No, I've had Gary either. You've never had it? You don't even drink milk. Recently became, but like, same thing with like text. It's just weird. It's a Isn't weird. Isn't it? Like, yeah. why am I drinking a cow's milk? Yeah, know. but this is not, this is not the same as like, oh, the cow's milk that comes straight from the udder that they put in. This is even weirder because it's powder. Yeah. Like, well, shout out to the lack of electricity in our country. <laughs> That's why we're taking powder milk. If, if we had like, I'm sure we could be having cow's milk too. Or whatever. You don't want but, that. See, this with cereal this is, is oat milk. I can't do all them oat milk. I don't do oat. I do like almond or coconut. If if any milk. Okay. 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 Let me just add a little bit more. I feel like it's going to be Gary cake. Okay. Go ahead. Mm. It's just so intense. Like an intense moment for real. How much sugar should I put in here? Are you, do you like a lot of sugar? Uh, it depends on like I don't know. I don't know what's gonna taste okay, like. Okay, let's do. Let's just do according to taste. So keep that for now. Mm-hmm. Then when you add the water and it's not like sweet enough, assuming you want to keep eating, then you can add okay. sugar based okay. on what you think you should do. Okay. Um. So, Crystal, you were born in where? In Salt Lake City, Utah. Stop. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. You don't even look it. I know. I don't even know if, if you someone look? that looks like if I was born it. in Utah. What you does that look it. like? <laughs> I mean, unless you're just like you why know. your parents was in Utah. <sighs> It's a frustrating story to tell, but they have friends okay. that live there and they were coming to the States. They got like, from, um, from, from Abidjan. Okay. And, uh, they called their friends and they were like, we, cause they were, they had like, they got their visas like on an off chance. Mm-hmm. Like it's now or kind of like. Was it like visa lottery? It wasn't visa lottery. It was like somebody in the office that they knew worked there and like helped them like. Celebitism. Yeah, basically. Okay, um, <laughs> I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't a, even a family member. It was just like a friend. Okay. But um, yeah, they they got their visas on off chance, and it was kind of just like, all right, now or never kind of situation. Like, I need to get out of here before my visa expires, and then there's no chance for me to leave my country ever. Again. No, no. But it was like we we got these, and it's not easy to get. Okay. So since we have them, let's try to take advantage and go see what America is talking about. So their friends were like. They asked their friends, where's a safe place to move to in the States? And they were like, we're in Utah and it's safe. And so they went to Utah. (laughs) They have 49 other choices. And they chose Utah. And they chose Utah. I don't know. So I don't don't have the explanation for you that you probably desire. We're not Mormon. We're not like, you know what I'm saying? There was no like tie really to like really going to Utah. Besides, they have friends that Mm -hmm. I think they're from Congo. And they were like, <laughs> go to Utah. It's safe there. You don't claim that? 
Congolese. One of my bosses is sitting, is sitting to my right. Um, shout out to Alec. And he says he doesn't claim the Congolese people that told because yeah. those people to come to Utah. That's crazy. How long yeah. were you in Utah? Um, until, right, until I moved to Atlanta. Like I lived there basically all through high school, elementary school. So, no, hold on. You were born in Utah. Yeah. And I stayed there. Like You did elementary life. school. You did nursery school. Everything. Elementary school. Yeah. Middle school. Yeah. High, high school. school. Yeah. University. I started and then I went to, to Atlanta and finished. It. So wait, what's Utah like? Because Jess seems really It's very nice white. Do you know what the Mormon religion is? Yeah. It's like where they're like headquarters. Like that's where, that's where they went to when they were kind of, um, what do you call it? Like persecuted and uh-huh. they left. The, so they sought refuge in Utah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's like where they are established. Very heavily, strongly. So how was your upbringing like being brought up in Utah? Uh, it's funny because my parents started like a, um, what would you call it? Like a society or a community of like African people in Utah. And they all spoke French like they do. So it was like French speaking Africans. Mm-hmm. And so like, I grew up around a lot of people that were like like me. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. So I said I had a very strong like African community like around me. But then like outside of that, like school, all of that, mm-hmm. like, straight like white people. Like, Damn. <laughs> yeah. Did you experience racism? Of course, of course. What? Like, what, what? Give me a wild experience you experienced. Oh, that you can remember. I, I mean, there's too many to name. I'll say the first one, and then like the most wild one. The first one was like, I remember my older brother. Like, he would come home crying from school every day because kids would be like, "My parents said I can't play with you because you're black and Stop. you're not a woman." <laughs> yeah, so he would like. But now he's like, probably like everybody loves my brother because I feel like that experience made him like. He's like very sociable. He mm-hmm. knows how to like, you mm-hmm. know, get to know other people, whatever. But yeah, that. And I remember like a little girl like called us the N word, like my first year at school, like walking home. My mom had to go to like her house and like cuss her parents out type situation. And then um, when I was, or the high school that I went to, there was a kid that like wore a KKK like hood to an assembly. And then did like the hell Hitler sign like at the assembly. And then it became like, like the news at our school every day because there was a black kid at school that, um, he like wrote a blog about it. I don't know why he wrote a blog about it, but he wrote a blog about it. And it was like all of the parents like in that community were like in the comments in the blog, like, cussing him out i don't know if we can cuss on your podcast no, cuss, they're, girl, just like, cuss, they're like fuck you you stupid nigger like all this stuff like going crazy like and it was like people's parents talking like that so you know that that's how their kids feel as well and then like our school was on the news mm-hmm. and there was like uh news correspondence like in the hallways every day like asking kids how they felt but then it was a lot everybody there is like so sheltered close minded mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in their own bubble like they've never really experienced like diversity because everyone around them is mormon around them is white so like you know what i'm saying anybody that's kind of different is like right like that? reflect to them yeah so why why do you feel like or i don't know if you ever asked your parents why they didn't leave utah um i mean eventually everybody lives in uh atlanta now okay and then i have my brother lives in new york mm-hmm. but it was just i don't know jobs okay. and i mean it wasn't all just like straight like like you know what i'm saying racism but okay. Uh, is definitely so, like a big part of the experience. Also, okay. For okay. Sure. So what? Okay. Give me like, give me like two really positive memories that you have of Utah. <laughs> if, let's bounce it out. I mean, the, the community that I grew up in, you know what I'm saying? With mm-hmm. uh, the other Africans, right. people, it was like family away from family. Mm-hmm. If somebody had like a birthday, we all celebrated together. Or like if somebody needed to go back, come back to, 
the continent for like a funeral or something everyone would put money together so they can do that or oh, send no. money back to family and stuff like that so that was a big like positive part and I, I still have like some friends there that I still talk to mm-hmm. and uh you know I mean <laughs> I started doing music there really? um yeah okay yeah. okay we'll, we'll get into that we'll yeah. get into that so yeah, it was it wasn't all just like terrible. So would when you, I would when you I move back, back uh-huh. hell no. Okay, there we go. That's the answer <laughs> I'm looking for. That's the answer I'm looking for. Okay. Yeah. So before we continue, I need you to pour water in your in your gary. This one? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Now I don't know how much water to tell her to put though. How, how, how are you asking him? He's never. He's never I don't it. know. Like, damn, <laughs> I need support here, and I don't have support on the mic right now. Okay. Go with your good. It's not go with your, no, 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 it's not go with your gut. Hold on. Um, we can just okay, no, no, pour, pour. Okay, pour. Pour what? more. That seems like too much. No, a little bit more. Oh, okay. my God. Okay, mix that joint, and then just let it sit for like 30 seconds. Okay, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. So just let, let it sit for like, you know, a couple seconds, and then let it rise. Okay. Then you... T- Taste it, and then if you want to continue, you can like adjust taste. So like, add more milk, add more sugar, whatever. If not, yeah. if you just take a bite, like you still broke your guy virginity on my podcast, so I'm fine okay. with that. Okay, so um, let's go back to you starting music in Utah. Yeah, I want to know the story. I want to know the day you woke up and you're like, hmm, maybe I should use my voice to you know. I mean, like, when I say started, I mean, like, I started, like, recording okay. all of that. But I've always knew that I was going to be an artist, like, okay. since I was very young. Really? Yeah. So, you'd be, like, when people, like, your, do your parents have, like, home video of you? Yeah, somewhere. So, somewhere. like, when you blow up and they do your first documentary, like, your parents can bring them home videos yeah, they of can. you in, like, yeah, 1990-something yeah. singing <laughs> in, the, in the shower? Uh, yeah, not, not in the shower, but, you know, yeah. Okay. They have, they have uh, footage of that. Okay. Um, I started writing like poetry and poems when I was like six, five. Really? Yeah. Okay. And then I started writing songs when I was like nine because I was like, well, I'm going to be a singer, so I got to know how to write these songs. <laughs> um, it just continued from there. I just kept doing it. I probably started recording when I was like 12, 13 ish, okay. but okay. just very like passively, like, right. um, yeah, when I got like a laptop and stuff like that. So, were your African parents? Of course not. So, I already know what you're gonna ask me. Okay, let's go. see, see, it's, see, it doesn't matter the no, country. I'll say, I'll say this: we all all connected. We all everything. The same things be triggering us. We go through the same traumas. We go through the same experiences. Go ahead. My mom has always been very supportive of me. Okay, um, even when everybody else is like, she shouldn't be doing this. Mm-hmm. She used to go to law school. She used to be a doctor. Whatever, whatever. Right, like, right. She's right. always been very supportive. So I'll give her that. Okay. Yeah. But, um, overall, like, nah, no. <laughs> so, okay. So you said you started, you started recording yeah. yourself when you got a laptop. Yeah. So they bought you this laptop for school. Yeah. And while you was typing essays in between. Yeah. You was there. Recording. Like, straight into the laptop. No mic. Like, oh, garage no. Band. <laughs> Are you serious? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what year did you, what year did you move? Actually, can I ask this? What year did your parents move from Ivory Coast to America? They, 91, I okay. think. Yeah, before I was born. Okay, before yeah. you were born. And what were they doing? Do you know what they were doing in Ivory Coast before they, like, left and came to America? Yeah, so before that, they were, they lived in Italy for 10 years. That's where they went to, like, college mm-hmm. and stuff like that. 
Um, I don't know why, but that's on both sides of my family. Like, that's just where they were going mm-hmm. <laughs> to, like, level up and then come back. First. And, um, yeah, so when they moved back, they had, like, an ice cream business. <laughs> Your life is colorful. Ice cream I know. Yeah, they had an ice cream business, mm-hmm. um, and they just started doing that. It was doing pretty well, actually. But then the American thing came up and they were just like, should we go? Screw ice cream. Should we not? We should go. But they, they, they uh, started a backup when they got to the States and they had like an ice cream truck and like everything. Yeah. It was called Sydney's ice cream. That's my brother's name, Sydney. Stop Sydney's it. ice cream. I hope Sydney's ice cream is still running. <laughs> it's not. No. Damn. But um, I don't know. Maybe one day again. Maybe we'll bring it back up. Maybe it's yeah. in a rollout. Maybe. For, you cool. know, and if he's going around these people ice cream and, 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 and <laughs> Okay, now this water. See, you should have put more water. I can still do it, right? A little it's more water. No, no, add a little bit more. Just a little bit more. more. Okay. And then when you do that, mix it and then taste it, and tell me what and tell me what it tastes like or your first reaction. I look how you're turning it so pretty. Maybe it's your finger. It's your nails. That's just making it be like. Please be recording this thing, please, as contents. Thank you. All right. All right. Moment of the moment. moment. No, 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 sorry. <laughs> I'm scared. I don't know why I'm scared. Let me let me think don't positively. Me, it's gonna be good. <laughs> no, and be honest. Don't even lie here. If it's not good, like say it's not good. Nobody's gonna judge me. Hell no. <laughs> I don't know. Well, why you I can't do it. It tastes like um. It tastes interesting. Hmm. What, no, what's the closest like, food you can compare it to? It tastes like I take it, like I said, because okay, I have a okay, grain okay. from Ivory Coast, but just like in water and milk. And it's sweet instead of savory. Or is, do you guys eat it sweet there too? It, you know what? I think the thing is, we I eat it with fish in Abidjan. Mm-hmm. So it kind of has a fish-like taste to me. I don't know why. Like sweet fish flavor. <laughs> So it's not horrible. Like you could, you could see your sh- not not like you'd willingly eat it again. But like if you saw a guy, you'd be like, okay, and you had to get an obligation to eat it. What do you call an obligation? Sounds like no. <laughs> okay. Like let's say cultural. Let's say you're going to a new country, right? Mm. And like it's like you find out in that culture, like if you don't, if you reject food, it's like rude. Oh, I'll eat it. Yeah, okay. no problem. But if it's by choice, like, you can just no. be like, no, I'm good. No, I'm straight. <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's, it's, it's not lit. bad. It's, it's not like a bad food. No, I feel you. I feel mm. you. I feel 100%. Okay. It's okay. just, it's, uh, it's interesting. Well, that's why I got her to try going on my podcast first. It might be the last time, too. Psycho special. <laughs> Without further ado, Crystal, if you could, help me pick up the first fan in front of you. If you can reach you. Mm. Okay, read it. Hold on, let me get some water. Damn, is that question that deep? Hmm? The way you... You know how people be like... <clears throat> no, no, some water. I just saw I've got your email. Got you. It says, you wrote for Ari Lennox. How was that experience? Hmm. She was in like the Dreamville camp. I was, yeah. Good times. First how of did all, that even come about? Um, or maybe you should say your first of all. Hmm? You were going to say first of all something. I was going to say, first of all, the Dreamville camp was like... 
Disneyland for artists. Was it the one they had? A, was it the one where they had a documentary that mm-hmm. they put on yeah. YouTube? Mm-hmm. Wait, so were you in the documentary? For like, you can see me in it for like a split second. It's like me, Ari Lennox. I'm definitely going to go watch it again. So it's like a show for side yeah. profile. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I was like straight. Out. You can see like my whole face. Like I'm, I'm there. Got you. Know you. What I'm saying? But Got it you. was very like quick. Um, what was that experience? Okay. So it was picturesque. 20, what was it 2018? Lucas? No, it was 2019. It was 2019. Okay. Um, and I was at the studio and everyone, like I, the, one of the people that was organizing it was an A&R for Dreamville at the time. Okay. Um, he was at the studio and they were like talking about the, the camp, da, 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 whatever, whatever. And I honestly was in my own like world. I was like, I don't even care. Like, I know that I'm not going to be there. Right. Like I wasn't like pressed to be there. Mm-hmm. I wasn't like expecting to get mm-hmm. an invite or anything like that. Because I mean, like the people that were posting are like these big artists. Yes, right, right, right. Um, and then, so yeah, so I'm sitting there and, um, Lucas at the time was like, uh, get ready to post your invitation. And I was like, invitation for what? Like, what are you about? <laughs> he was like, you're going to the camp. And I was like, what camp? Like, what? what? And he was like, you're going to the Dreamville camp. Like, you need to post this on Instagram. And I was like, I'm what? What are you talking about? So <laughs> I get my invite. My name's on it. Post it. First night that we go is like the, there was a song called Bust It that was on the, on the, what was it? The Reloaded or the, what do you call it? Deluxe. The deluxe version mm-hmm. of the project mm-hmm. was the first song that we did when mm-hmm. I got to the camp. And like from scratch. No, what? actually it was like they had a verse and the hook. I know that you let me see. Yeah. Sorry. They already had that. And so I just like walked in the room, honestly. I met Ari in the hallway. I was mm-hmm. like, cool, whatever. She's like, Oh my god, I'm so excited to have you here. She's the nicest, like Did she know you? No. Or she was just genuinely was just like Yeah, like, like she's okay. genuinely one of the nicest people. She's from the DMV actually. Yeah. So I actually know I actually met her in Baltimore one time. Really? It was like, yeah, like that she girl was nice, right? She was like, very nice. Very amazing nice. Amazing energy. Like, so she, uh, now that she's significantly more popular, she's still nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She's still like So all these dragging they be dragging her on social media cuz it's like she's she's just funny. She's oh. <laughs> She's very honest. I feel mm-hmm. like so people and people like see her in this light as like, oh, like but they dragging her one time because she wanted to wear like a wig or like was doing her hair Very different dumb stuff. she yeah. wasn't like the she wasn't representing for the natural girls for like two days and everybody <laughs> lost their shit <laughs> it was crazy but anyways so she's the nicest person ever we mm-hmm. go to the studio and i like just started writing and they loved it i even have backgrounds on that song and like the Stop. bridge yeah because there was like a certain way that she wanted to sing it mm-hmm. which is the way that i was singing it mm-hmm. and so like i went and did it like mm-hmm. in the booth with her and like i don't know if you know earth gang yeah um Olu from Earth Gang, like we all were just singing at the same time, like into the it was the Wait, it was Olu crazy. from Earth Gang, yeah. So the guy's Nigerian. I asked him the same question the first day I met him, and he said no, but like you know maybe. So I what, don't know. Did, did he tell you what his name stands for? Like the full? I think it's just Olu. O L U. Yeah. No accent. I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure it's just Olu. Okay. Yeah. Because okay. I asked him, I was like, "Oh, so you're Nigerian?" He was like, "No, oh, no, I'm like I'm from Atlanta." <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah. okay. But, um, yeah, it was cool. It was fun. And your yeah. name is in the credits. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, if there's publishing, like... Yeah, there is publishing. And my name you is... You can take me out to eat because money's coming your yeah, way. Yeah, definitely. For you, I'll do it. Come on. <laughs> I love it here. What? 
Um, were there any other women in that camp? Because from the documentary, this is like heavy testosterone. Like, obviously, no. That was a big thing. Like, everyone's like, oh, there's no women on this project. Yeah, there were. One of my friends um, also wrote, we wrote on another song too, the okay. Got Me song with uh, Ari, like Ty Dolla Sign, okay. Dreezy, and Omen. Um, Dreezy's on the project. Who else was there? There was a couple of Do you of know other... Dreezy? Like, personally? No. Okay. No. She wasn't... I don't think she was... She might... No, she was at the camp, but it was... There were so many people in the room that mm-hmm. it was just like... Yeah, right. a lot going on. Um, Dreezy, Baby Rose was on the project, too. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's Davion. There's people... There's women on the project, mm-hmm. but for the most part, with as many people as you see, they're, like, very predominantly men. Okay. Yeah. So, my two questions will be... Did you meet J. Cole and how was that experience? I did meet him. Okay. He came in the room after we finished um, Bust It and mm-hmm. he was just like, I love this song. You guys killed it. Da, da, da. He was so nice. Too. Do you feel like he was giving you like genuine... First of all, the song is fire. So mm-hmm. like the question I'm asking, it might be dumb. But do you feel like he was just giving you like a politically correct like hype energy or you feel like it was a genuine energy? He felt, it felt genuine. Okay. Like, I don't think it was... I mean, his, his, his brand seems very genuine. I don't yeah. feel like he would just go and be lying yeah. and be hyping but for I no don't reason. think he would... In, in the same breath, I don't think he would walk into a room and just be like, oh, this this sounds like shit. <laughs> like, you guys suck. Facts. And then, like, leave. Like, facts, facts, facts. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He'd probably just be like... Like, listen to it and be like, all right. And yeah, then, like, facts, Rather than facts, being like, you facts, know what I'm saying? Rude. Okay, so. dope. Um, and then the second question I have, right? So how do these riding camps work? Because is it like a thing where it's like you're mad competitive, like trying to find an empty room, like, bro, I need to get in here. I need to write down versus if I don't, if I sleep or if I slip up, someone's going to take my spot yeah. or someone go delete my data. Like someone's <laughs> going to go take off my verse and go nah, put a verse. Nah, like, how nah. was it? How was the experience? Um, at Dreamville in particular, mm-hmm. at that riding camp, I think one thing that everybody always says is that it was so nice to be like in an environment where nobody had like ego. Mm-hmm. So you're in the room with like J. Cole or whoever, whoever big name, like there was so many random people. Akon was there. Like everybody was at, if they weren't laying a verse down, people were just coming through just to see what was going on. Cause it was so, such a like experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but the nice thing about it was that there wasn't ego and nobody was like, you know what I'm saying? Like if you had a verse or something fire to lay down, like lay it down. If it's hard, like it's going to stay. There was only a few occurrences where it was like, oh, we're going to get like a bigger artist to do this verse that so-and-so laid down, which is like understandable at the same time because, right. you know what I'm saying, it's still like a, a compilation project, whatever. But um, yeah, for the most part, it was everybody was super nice. Everybody was just there to make the best music possible. And it mm-hmm. wasn't about like, oh, I'm a bigger artist, so I should be on this type thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it was, it was fun. Have you been in a camp where ego was? Of course. What I want, I want, I want to experience. So it just laughs in Nigerian music industry. Because I'm just wondering how. I'm, I don't think I've been to a songwriting camp in Nigeria before. So let me not misspeak. Um, but I know it's only very recently that songwriting has become like a thing. Not a thing. Like people being okay with saying like, "Oh, we have songwriters in this industry," um. and like some of our best, like some of the most popping songs in Nigeria, they were not written by the artists that performed them. Because yeah. going as far back as like when. I'm trying to think of an example. Like, for example, there was a story, like, apparently, you know, you know the artist Tenny, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She wrote, um, Davido's Like That. Mm. And she said she wrote it, and it was, like, a big thing. Like, people were angry that she told the world that she wrote it. Mm, and he gave her credit as well. Did he give her credit in I the beginning he... or after that thing happened? Okay, it happened after. I think it was a situation where after, Davido's probably one of the first artists that have been like, yo, I have songwriters, people write songs for me, mm-hmm. and he's open about it, and yeah. he's not ashamed about it. Yeah. So, Juxtaposing like 
how in the you know maybe U.S. and and European markets with yeah. songwriters and stuff, how it's more it's um I guess when it comes to singing, rapping that's a different situation, but at least singing wise. They appreciate songwriters. Songwriter is like a lucrative career. Like you're getting a okay, okay. I see her eyes doing like this. Okay, maybe I'm misspeaking. But yeah. it's a joke because you have like the dream. Yeah. It's like yeah, but the dream just no. That that's not a good example because he's like though. he's freaking huge. I'm talking yeah. about like he's writing like. Let's say writers. like you are you are known as a like you are a songwriter. You're not even maybe maybe you're a songwriter transitioning to an artist and you're hustling up to become popular or something, or you're just explicitly a songwriter. I said it was a lucrative business and you just made your eyes just go it's in not, the back of your head. If we're being honest. Okay, come in. It's found on it for me. Teach me, baby. Come on. Um, I mean, it's lucrative if you're... Like, I have quite a few, like, placements mm-hmm. because I'm friends with a lot of people mm-hmm. who, like, respect my craft or whatever. Mm-hmm. But even in the same breath, like, you, you'll go to a session and the producer will drop off a beat or whatever or make a beat even. Let's not, I'm not going to disparage them too much. Okay. I've, just, I've yeah, seen both sides you, of it. <laughs> I've seen a lot of producers come into a session, make beats or whatever. Mm-hmm. They, they've made the production mm-hmm. and then you'll have like songwriters and a producer will get a fee of however much, $5,000 for that one beat. Mm-hmm. But the songwriter doesn't get anything unless the song makes money. And then even after that, you have to do paperwork and like if you probably don't start seeing money from a song for like, what, like six months? Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe okay. longer. Nine months? Mm-hmm. Like nine months. So a song will come out last year. Uh, you're just now getting paid maybe in like July of this year, whatever it was. You know what I'm saying? If it came out in like September. So okay. yeah, it can be, it can go both ways. Okay. I don't, I feel like if, as far as like on the creative side, like if you can make beats and be the songwriter, you should do both. <laughs> Cause then you'll, you'll see like payment from that fee of production. Right. But if you're just going to a session and like, writing the song or whatever and expecting like some sort of whatever payment if you, that you haven't like agreed to beforehand mm-hmm. like you're not going to see that for a while can you produce i can yeah so you are you are actively producing and songwriting now currently i'm not actively producing why are you not actively producing because right it now? takes so much time like Facts. the only reason i ever started producing was because i didn't feel like anybody in the states could like make what i wanted mm. so i was like let me just start doing it myself and i had friends that were producing too so i just watched and then just started doing it and i Got played you. the piano a little bit so it wasn't like you know i understand music theory so it wasn't Got too you. hard Got you. but okay. um yeah if i can like get away with not producing then i won't do it i prefer somebody else to do Got it, you. to be honest so is it Maybe it's TV, and you know, TV's a lie half the time, <laughs> you know. People will make it, I've heard people say like, oh, it's even better to be, or it's more lucrative to be a songwriter than an actual artist. So why, why, where is this lie coming from? I don't know on what planet that's true, but it's not true. Unless you're like a is, huge is songwriter, very okay. prominent, everybody wants to work with you, then of course, yeah, do, do your thing, because you just, you writing for everybody, and mm-hmm. you're getting, making money, but... I feel like a lot of times, especially if you're working with bigger artists, like they will get the majority of the percentage because they feel like, oh, I have, this is my song. I'm putting it out. I'm the brand that's representing the song. And I'm the one that has to like make money to pay back whatever. Mm-hmm. If they're on, they have a record deal or mm-hmm. whatever, any sort of marketing, all of that stuff. They want to see the majority of that money. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. is it worth it writing for a big artist? For who, who was like, it? it? I think it, Alec tweeted exposure, exposure accounts the other day or something like that. <laughs> like, don't, don't ever say exposure doesn't matter. Is that what you said? You said something like that. Don't cap. <laughs> he says, I mean, for the exposure, the only reason that, so first of all, I'll say this. Mm-hmm. I never, ever 
in my life said I want to be a songwriter for other people. Oh, I just wanted. So I just. Happen? I honestly just when I was younger, I just thought like everybody writes their own songs. Mm-hmm. I really didn't even know that like people were all, out here. All of us did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we all, we people all were out that. here songwriting and like making money from that, or going to sessions and mm-hmm. writing songs for bigger artists. I didn't know that that was a thing. I just thought everybody was making their own music, writing their own songs. So I was like, oh, I'm going to be an artist. Like, I should know how to write my own songs right. and, like, in song format and know how to do that when I go to the studio. So that's the only reason I started writing songs. And then people were, like, hearing what I did. I mean, like, I started writing at nine years old. So obviously, mm-hmm. by the time I'm, like, 16, 17, 18, like, I'm good at it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, other people are like, oh, like, you write songs. Like, you want to come to this session and and try to write for this person and then it was kind of like a word of mouth thing like oh she writes like she's a really good songwriter so you should invite her to write with this person so it was more so just like something that happened not something that I was necessarily aspiring to do the only thing I've ever aspired to do is be an artist so, so, hold on. so I'm, I'm confused so is it that you'd be in the studio you'd write a song that you were gonna write that you were gonna sing no no not like okay. that it didn't have like that for me it would be okay. like oh like so-and-so label or this person is having a session mm-hmm. and they need somebody to come in and like help with the songwriting process. Mm-hmm. Are you like interested in doing that? And I, if I said yes, and depending on the person, I mean, the, at first, especially when I first moved to Atlanta, I'd just be like, sure, whatever. Like I'll go do anything just because I wanted to be in the room. You know what I'm saying? So I'll definitely give songwriting the credit of getting me into different spaces in different Facts. rooms like Dreamville. Like Facts. a lot of people let their egos like lead rather than being like, oh, I'm just trying to get to this place and then we'll figure it out from there, which is mm. what I was doing. So I feel like that's taken me a lot farther than it, than just like being like, oh, I'm Christelle the artist and I, I deserve to be on Dreamville's product because, project because X, Y, Z. Like a lot of people were mad, be- especially in Atlanta because they felt like I actually represent the city or they, they, were, they were saying, they feel like they represent the city and like they're an artist there so they should be in the room, like whatever. But it's like you are not really adding value that they don't even have. They have a million artists that are already on the but project. But people saying that about you specifically or people? No, is, just okay. Twitter talk, whatever. Okay. But like, if you're not adding value in a way that like makes sense for other people, because everybody wants to be an artist, right? But not everybody necessarily wants to be a songwriter or wants to help with the behind the scenes right, process. Right. And that wasn't even, that's never necessarily been what I wanted to do, but it's- But you are humble to enough get, to exactly. be open to it. Yeah, exactly. Okay, exactly. that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, so now, did you move... Okay, you said your transition to Atlanta was proxy of school. Like, you went to university there? Um, yeah, but, I mean, the only reason I moved to Atlanta is because I knew that it would be better for music. That's <laughs> why I was going to ask you. So, what school did you go to in Atlanta? Georgia State. Ooh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. So, you were just like, I'm scheming. I'm going yeah, get, to get my education in mm-hmm. this place because it's where I feel like opportunity would be. Okay. Now you said you said earlier that like a lot of your and we'll, we'll we'll go to the next fan soon, but you said that a lot of your opportunities came from like friends. Mm-hmm. So I've so I've met you I've met you once before now, mm-hmm. and you have a really dope personality, Thank right? You. So I want to and I want to talk, and I think the reason why I'm, <laughs> my train of thought on this thing is how like I know people and like nepotism or like connections really is what helps us in this industry, right? That's really all you have. But at the same time. How do I still want to say? So, like, I don't think people, especially in Nigeria, I can only speak for Nigeria because I entered the music industry when I moved to Lagos. Like, mm-hmm. I've never experienced American music industry. Mm-hmm. UK, I don't know what they do there. I don't know what you guys do there. I only know this one. Yeah. Right? I don't <laughs> think people really understand the importance of, like, having a really dope personality. Yeah. And, like, how far that can help you. Definitely. And what kind of doors can open for you. Definitely. So, like, yeah, talent can help you. Yeah, maybe you 
connections because somebody knows somebody can help you. But like objectively, having a really good yeah. personality can help you. Yeah. And you saying that a lot of your opportunities stem from like friends you've made or mm-hmm. like just by proxy of other people, and then maybe people meeting you and just liking your personality and like exactly. you being pleasant to work with. Exactly. It's probably what has gotten you maybe has played a part in getting you where you are right now. Yeah. And like, I'm just thinking about it. There's a lot of artists in Nigeria that I've met. They do not have pleasant personalities. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm even going off on a tangent. They do not have pleasant personalities. Um, I'll be meeting yeah, them like, you're not someone I want to work with anyway. Maybe you have to work because this industry, like, everybody got to work. You're trying to yeah. hustle. Just, you know, face your front. Don't care about if you like the person or not. Just do what you need to do and get out. Mm-hmm. But like, People don't be having nice personalities. Yeah, and I, I, I don't sad. know if you have any comment on that. Like, how 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 significant you think people's personalities are when trying to like navigate the music industry? Do you think it's not necessary? Do you think you can just be like, well, I'm talented? It depends, just, honestly, which is sad. Okay, because like in some instances, it's like, oh, that person was an asshole. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if they're doing what they're doing, like it's still going to happen regardless of whether they were nice to you or not. You yes. know what I'm saying? So some people. And it's just another thing of how you react to it. Some people will just take their, their, whatever you, they give you because they know like, oh, this person's paying my bills or even regardless of whether it's like management, the A&R, the songwriter, the producer, like right. they're still going to probably work with that person because it pays the bills, but, and they're not, they might not say anything about it just because that's just how things go a lot of times in this industry. But I think it definitely helps if, if you're a good person and people have like nothing but nice things to say about you. Mm-hmm it's always going to go along a farther than just like, oh, this person's a dickhead, but I'm still going to do it because yes. it matters. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you, if you're starting out, like obviously try to be nice to everybody. Mm-hmm. Like don't just take anybody's shit just because, but if you can be nice, respectful, help people and just like be a good person just to be a good person, that's going to come back to you tenfold. I feel like so. At yeah. this stage of your career, are you willing to work with a-holes if they're talented and they can get you where you need to get to? Work with who? A-holes. Like people that have Oh, track. a-holes. Yeah, yeah. Um... It depends. <laughs> I don't know. It'd be depending a lot. Honestly, honestly, I haven't dealt with a lot, too many people who are just like terrible, mm-hmm. right? Because I feel like in the same breath, people, what they need from you is what they need from you. So they're going to yes. treat you right until they, they don't need that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Which I've definitely experienced. Okay. So it's like, of course, like at first, yeah, everything, the energy was great. Everything mm-hmm. was cool. But mm-hmm. then afterwards, it's like, what? Like, I've seen people go from like, the nicest of flipping on the other side to just being like, wow. That's hectic. Yeah. So I cannot be an artist because I will be like, oh, you were mean here? Nope, can't work. <laughs> you did this? Nope, can't work. I saw you treat that person? Nope, I can't mean, work. I'd be, I'd be the same way. Like, I, I, honestly, I don't feel like it's so deep to the point where it's like, oh, I need to work with you. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's going to happen for me, it's going to happen for Facts. me regardless of whether I work with this person. Like, you're not going to, my proximity is to you working with you or not working with you is not going to like determine whether I get to the next step or not. Baby! Yeah. <laughs> I love it here! I love it here! Alright, let me pick up the next fan. Alright. <laughs> Christelle. Yes? Do you feel pressured <laughs> to make Afrobeats music? No. I don't. I love the answer. At all. I love the answer. No street. I love yeah. the answer. Why, why does she need to waste her breath? Why does she, why does she need to waste her energy? <laughs> you being in Nigeria, this is your second time here, right? Yeah. And not just Nigeria because I'm sure like even with Ivory Coast and mm-hmm. stuff, you know, we come from this continent. They just mm-hmm. assume yeah. that, we're, that we make a type of music. Yeah. yeah. 
they just assume it. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's very frustrating. <laughs> Let me tell you, it's super frustrating because it's like, that's why we here not winning Grammys. Yeah. That's why we here not, you know, when, when we do cra- travel across the seas and go to the West, it's like, oh, we want you for that African sound. Um, <laughs> I, I love the fact, I love the fact <laughs> that you don't feel any pressure. You don't feel, yeah, you don't never. feel any never. thing at all to make Afrobeats. Yeah. Um, I mean, what can you, I mean, she said the answer already. Should we even then, expound on it? I want to flip the question. So, do you sometimes do you feel the type of way when you're making let's say you you have a period where you where you make like let's say three R and B records? Yeah. Would you feel like, oh crap, I need to like get into that bag? Get into the R and B bag? No, no, I need to get back into my Afrobeat bag. Like switching between different genres. You know what's interesting about me is that I can make any kind of music. Okay. But and because I like songwrite or whatever, Mm -hmm. like people ask me to do like I really don't I don't chase like writing for other people. It's really if people ask me, like, oh can you do this? Mm -hmm. I'll I'll do it. Mm -hmm. But um a lot of times it's like, oh so and so artist who makes like super pop like American, I was going to say white pop, but <laughs> American pop music, like wants a record or, you know, so-and-so R&B artist wants a record. Like, I feel like I, any, any type of like desire to make different kinds of music I do, like when I'm songwriting, but mm-hmm. for me personally, like I like what I like. Got you, making. got you, yeah. got you. Um, have you, have you, have you had instances where people have tried to tell you, oh, I don't know if this is a weird question, in America, right? Do mm-hmm. people know you're African? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the weird thing is, <laughs> there's always a weird thing, yeah, I'm about, is that um, I feel like anywhere that I've been, like I'm always kind of like the, not the odd one out, but there's there's always like the, an other thing about me. Like Utah, okay. I'm black, I'm African, Facts. I'm whatever. Facts. So you already know I'm not like you. So like, you know, there's like, so there's a deeper story. They're like, how, how, how are, like, even the people there are like, how did you end up in Utah? Mm-hmm. Right. So then I have to tell you how I ended up in Utah. Facts. In Atlanta, like as soon as, I don't know why, I don't know what it is, but as soon as people look at me, they're like, oh, you're not from here. And they just know, <laughs> they know that I'm not from there. So then it's a whole nother story. Like, oh, I'm from Utah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Utah? Well, how did you end up in Utah? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm from Utah because my parents are, they're from Godivar and they had friends and the same story every single day. Right. Um, so yeah, I think for the most part, people do know that I'm African. Yeah. Okay. So now that the reason why I asked the question, cause I'm like, have there been instances where people have tried to tell you, yo, you should make Afro beats. Yeah. You no. should make this Afro sound. No, they don't even America. They don't even really like know what to do with Afro beats yet. So now, yeah. despite the fact that it's become, I mean, people listen it's mainstream, to it. but it's more popular now than ever yeah. before. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely different like groups and like subgroups like, oh, these people understand African music because mm-hmm. it's usually people that have, you know, they're, they have like other outside influences outside of America right. and understand like different types of music that like get it. Um, but yeah, no, nobody's ever been like, oh, you should, you should do this. You should do that. Like, right. Okay. But I do is what you get. So do you, so do you feel like, Hmm, how am I going to form this question? So yeah, you just said in America till now they don't know what to do with Afrobeats. I'm saying like uh, people listen to it, people love it, people like it, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm saying other like artists. Got se. you. Okay, okay. So within the or music even industry. like um, music executives and labels and stuff like that. I feel like I could be wrong, but mm-hmm. I feel like from my perspective, a lot of people still don't know like how what what to even like do with it, how to market it. Okay, I think yeah. that I, I I agree. Even though I don't live in America, I definitely agree from yeah. the little things I see from this side of the world. Yeah. Um. One thing I don't know if this sounds so bad, but like 
out here like diaspora artists so african so artists of african descent but they're making music from like the abroad right mm-hmm. but they're trying to make afro beats mm-hmm. right and they'll send it to me to listen to and it's like this joint sucks yikes <laughs> And I've always... What don't you like about okay, it? Okay, so to me, right? <laughs> you know ready. that to me... Maybe I shouldn't say the word suck. Maybe suck is too strong, okay? What it, what it sounds like is like almost every time when I hear a diaspora artist, it's only very few, right? Mm-hmm. I hear diaspora artists of African descent making Afropop music or Afrobeat music from abroad. Mm-hmm. It does not have the same flavor yeah. as like if you were doing it in the freaking... Here. Deep, freaking there's no light you're using you're sweating in your friend's studio yeah, you're exactly. and you're singing the lamba that's right. gonna change yeah. your life like the lamba you're really singing in that song is like you try you try look i'm broke right now I'm i need my life out. to change it don't sound the same it. i don't know if it sounds too clean or too too like i'm trying to do what i what i've heard yeah, those I, artists do, and it, I, I guess I guess I struggle with saying it because I'm like, it's, maybe it's unfair to say like their mm-hmm. Afro pop doesn't sound the same. It's not like, unfair. It it's not unfair. It don't sound the it same. It sounds different. It's true. Yeah. What was your question? Have you been like Have you been <laughs> Have you been in studio sessions with like diaspora artists trying to make Afro beats, and you're just like, what are you doing? Um, <laughs> what is this? Yes and no. Okay, I've been on both sides of it. Okay, I think. I think yeah, yeah. I've been I've been in sessions where it's like mm, I don't know, like if this is what we should be doing right now. I don't know if you're understanding, but also on the flip side, like I've been in sessions with producers mm-hmm. who are just from over there, okay, and they're trying to do like, oh, this is like an Afro beat, mm-hmm. <laughs> like no, it's not. <laughs> the thing that everyone needs to say is that I got this island vibe. Oh my god, <laughs> conflating Afro African so sound and so like they they group like Caribbean music with like African music with anything that has like any type of like African sounding because for a long time it was the djembe or whatever like they were calling it or like that's I don't know that's what Afro be for a while yeah I don't know so I don't know if it's an unpopular opinion or not but I think we're we're causing that that like that conflation between the island sound or like is that is that the correct term island sound mm. reggae dance hall mm. you can't group everything under that it's just not the same way I don't want the them to group everything and I should probably respect be respectful and not do that so I don't know what the grouping is for music that comes from that it's I don't know what it is either not, okay I'm not gonna hold you <laughs> you just bear with me as I'm trying to make this explanation I believe I there needs a new, be a new label on it maybe no 100% I believe that this conflation between that sound and then Sounds influenced by Africa being conflated, right? Yeah, yeah. I low key feel like we're the pro- we're the cause of that. How so? How's that? So there was a time when was it we was it sounds from the other side? There was a time where people like or was okay. Let's say let me just come closer as an example. When come closer like was that song that we thought was like that crossover song that crossover from you know Africa to you know over there you know has a great feature. <laughs> You know, whiskey's being, you know, um, displayed in a, yeah. in a new light. Yeah. There were people that were, there was these arguments of like, is this sound, uh, is this Afro pop or Afro beats or is this, th- that, what do you, that was, that was you like, need a, I'm sorry, I need a word to describe it this. Was, it, was Afro, it was Afro influenced. <laughs> is, were, were, they com- were they comparing it, were they arguing whether it was dancehall or Afro beats? Are you people trying to give the words? Were they arguing? I don't know. People that. called it Afro beats, but it's more dancehall. David, go ahead. Okay, so definitely, definitely, he sounded more. He had That's that true. dance hall, heavy dance hall mm-hmm. influence, right? And then he was speaking patois, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he was speaking 
okay. And then people were like, are you, is this an Afrobeat song or is this a, a dance hall song? So mm-hmm. I feel like there's been a lot of instances where they are conflating if this is a... It was by an African artist. You can yes. say that. <laughs> it was by an African artist, but then what, what, what was the classification of the song? What was the genre of that song? It was pop. It was popular. No, Christine, you're trying to get... No, don't do that. Don't do that. All of us, not all of us are songwriting professional why artists not? in the state. No, give it a genre. It don't pop. No, it, yes, but it then... It pop. Pop, so, is, pop is an umbrella it, that's anything that's yes, popular music. But yes, it just became very popular. No, but okay, I want you to specify it a bit more. I think what kind of I, pop? I honestly never thought about it as as a Caribbean sound, whatever. Really? Patois, but I didn't think that deep. I just like the song. You know okay, what I'm okay. So, but if I have to think about it, I would say it was definitely more Caribbean. So, for influence. those of us who like this this song, like was changing our lives. Like, oh my god, we're going to America. Oh my god, Drake. Oh my god, oh my god. For America, we were like really trying to hold on to like, yeah, this is our guy, our star boy, yeah. making this song, and then. It's like okay, the first introduction to Afrobeats is this like in the in, mo- in more recent years is it sounds like an, a, a dance hall. Yeah, song. it does. It does. So when you say that thing about like them saying, "Oh, I want this island vibe," mm. and then they they play a song, they just group everything as island vibe. But then if you listen to the beat, you're like, "Man, this has African influence in it, bro." I don't know if this is island, yeah, or not. Um. I mean, I, I'll say this. I'm not necessarily mad if people are calling it like an island vibe, but then it was like everything's an island vibe. Maybe, like that's why that I'm, I'm like, irritated. No, <laughs> don't group. That's why we have a problem grouping stuff yeah. and, and classifying stuff. And people yeah. say, oh, genre doesn't matter. I believe genre matters. Yeah. I'm, I'm of the notion. I'm not an artist, yeah. so maybe I should shut up. I think genre matters. I think it matters definitely to the point of like when you get to like the Grammy level and then everybody's upset. And now everything's like, world music. <laughs> yeah. Every damn thing yeah. is world music. Yeah, it's true. It's, no comment. It's weird. It's, 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 it's whatever. But you yeah. know what? I'm very happy that you say you're not pressured. Don't let nobody know. Never. Don't be in no studio sets. Nobody. Can you do some African stuff? Don't Never. do nothing. Do what you want to do. Always. Thank you. Please. Period. And thank you. Thank you. <laughs> if you would love, please help me pick up the next fan. What's your songwriting process like? Talk to me. Yeah, I want to get nitty gritty specifics. If you have anything special. Honestly, mm-hmm. everybody always asks me this when you go into a session, if you're working with like another artist or a songwriter or whatever, they're like, mm-hmm. okay, so what, what's your process? I don't have a process. I okay. just vibes the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Holy Spirit <laughs> and, uh, activate. Exactly. Um, Holy Spirit activate and just... If I if I like it, sometimes I'll start with like a melody and be like, okay, yeah, this melody is what I want on this song. Or sometimes I'll just write the whole song mm-hmm. and I'll have the melodies already, and then I'll just record it. But it's just it depends. You can write you can write a song without knowing the melody. I, I've done that. Oh, no, I mean at that point you're writing a poem, right? But I mean, yeah, I was saying, like, say, okay. I have the melody that I'm like singing already. I haven't mm-hmm. recorded it or put it down or anything. Mm-hmm. But I'm just I'm writing the whole song and then I'm gonna record it. As I hear it in my head. Okay. Do you have to, like, if someone tells you, hey, you're about to be in a session, a songwriting session with social artists. Yeah. Do you go and, like, listen to the artist's previous work to get an idea of the artist? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Have you ever been given a melody already and then are told to write on top of that melody or write with that melody in mind? Um, sometimes if you're with other, like an, an artist who's a part of the process, like very heavily, like they'll go and do, I've been an artist who, an artist that does like her melodies and then will write to the melody type thing. So that's different. Like, so that's different if, if I come up with my melody and then I write, can someone be like, yo, I already have the melody. I just need you to write on my melody. If they ask me like that, I'll be like, um, okay. Yeah, okay, okay, well, let me, let me, let me, 
be asking more for like, oh my God, Christelle, so I have been working on this melody for like three months. Yeah, I, I think I've perfected that. it. Can you write for me? I could do that. Yeah. Okay. There's no problem. Um, hmm. Has there ever been an instance where you went to a session and like you were just like, no, this artist sucks. I can't do nothing for this artist. Like, let's cancel this. You're you, messy. You, I'm oh not messy. I'm just, I'm just trying to know. I'm just trying to know what's up. I've definitely been in some sessions where I'm like, I have nothing to add. And then Lucas will text me and be like, you need to be more. You need to participate. <laughs> like, for what? Why? This is not going anywhere. This is stupid. I'm not doing it. Like, okay, if so- I'm not feeling it, I'm not feeling it. And I'll never pretend like I am. That's, that's not, it's just, because it's, even though it's like a job or whatever, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like it's still a genuine like artistic process. So mm-hmm. if, if I'm not really like feeling I'm not in it, then I'm just not in it. Then I'm just going to be like, okay, <laughs> can we go get food? Are we done? Can we leave? Like, can you make up something so I can get out of this room, please? Like, no. Yeah, has it hasn't been that bad before? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Okay, for those of y'all that, okay, y'all hear Christelle, <laughs> you know, call this name Lucas, Lucas, Lucas. So Lucas is Christelle's manager. He's in the building with us. And I want to ask Shout you out. how you met. <laughs> Your manager. Oh God! Because I feel like story. this is a very see. If you need to summarize it, summarize that joint, okay? Because uh, the artist manager relationship it is a very deep topic to my yeah, heart. Like yeah. I, I whenever I see good artist manager relationships, it makes my heart happy. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Because you got artists that be disloyal as hell. Artists that be throwing their managers away the minute they see a little bit of fame, just get one little bag. Okay, so I want to know how you met Lucas. Um, he put out a tweet a couple of years ago he was working with another artist and mm-hmm. he was like we need a singer to come to the studio and somebody that I was working with at the time was like yo you should go to the studio I was like going I was about to go out with my friends like I was dressed like I'm going out with my friends but- <laughs> like okay so I'm on my way there to the I was going out with my friends mm-hmm. and I got a call they're like oh um so and so artist wants you to come to the studio so is this a like, known artist Oh uh, yeah, okay. yeah, he's known. It was he's he used to work with him. Okay, um, until he got like signed to a bigger deal, and that's his own story. Tell. Um, so <laughs> okay, I'm listening. So um, I go to the studio. I meet Lucas, and on me on the Bible on God, I was like the night that I met him. I was like, for some reason, I just feel like this person is gonna play like a huge part in like my like career. career. Sort of. Never met him before. Didn't even get his number at the thing or like we didn't like exchange Instagram nothing to like stay in contact and then um, later on he was working for a different company and like randomly hit me on like Instagram and was like come to the office and we just like have been working ever since together Holy Spirit activate oh my god Amen okay. hallelujah see I'm not gonna I know Lucas can't answer you said you said he was working with artists and then the artist now got signed to a bigger deal. Was it a situation where the guy like was like, yeah, I don't need you anymore? No, no. I think it was the other way around, right? <laughs> he chose to stop working with that person. You chose to stop working on the cusp of greatness, on the cusp of when the bag now came. What he must have about Lucas, money. he's very good at like, uh, what's the word the that I'm looking for? Yeah, exactly. He knows, he knows like when, what's the right move to make and when. So you don't regret the decision of leaving that artist? Is that artist still known right now? (laughs) For those of y'all that didn't see, he went like this. (laughs) Damn. Yeah. And so how many, how many years, how long have y'all been working together? Uh, three. Three. Four, almost four. Yeah. Dope, dope, dope. I love, I I love it here. Okay. 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 That makes sense. Um, (laughs) all right. So you don't have like a special process. No. Um, you just let the Holy Spirit lead, just let the universe exactly. guide you. I let go and let God. 
You said her social process is what? Champagne. So if no. I bring you a bottle, no, it's lit? no, because you know what? what? If I like drink or like people that like smoke weed or whatever, mm-hmm. I don't smoke weed. I don't do any of that. Mm-hmm. Like extra nonsense shit. Mm-hmm. I, because if I do it, then it's like I'm not all the way like there and then, I, and then I'm like my head is like everywhere else like I'm like oh now I want to go do something else yeah. I'm hungry or I'm you know what I'm saying yeah, I'm tired I, su- I support you I support that like I'm, I'm just trying to work to get the mm-hmm. song done maybe if I have like a glass or something <laughs> it's cool but like it's not what I need to get work done at so, all now that, now that we talk, we said shopping, do you have any special requests that need to be in the studio when you're there do you have like a studio writer like I need I skittles. Mean, if I don't have skittles, I can't. I can't write you a, a hook. No, never that. That's okay. lame. So. Okay. Um, no, not to make music. No. Okay. If I'm gonna be there for like a while, then mm-hmm. yeah, baby, like champagne or something, just just for vibes, but yes. not for the creative process. At okay. All. Okay. Yeah. okay. What's the longest? What's the longest session you've been in? The longest? I mean, sometimes you'll have like camps where they just go. Like I remember at Dreamville, mm-hmm. I think we got. I got there at like. Those were definitely longest sessions. I got there maybe at like one p.m., two p.m. Was there till like eight a.m. the next day. Yeah. Wait, was was that held in Atlanta? I thought it was yeah. in Atlanta. Okay. That no, was in Atlanta. I thought it was in North Carolina. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. No problem. Have you since you've been in Nigeria? Mm-hmm. Can you tell me a session that you really enjoyed? I enjoy With, all my sessions. Oh, you're giving the correct answer. No, stop, but stop, 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 stop. Every, every every session has been different, and mm-hmm. every session is like fun. like I actually enjoy like the making the music process. Okay, even though sometimes it can be like stressful because I'm like, oh, I want the song to be so just so yes. good, but mm-hmm. I just like I care a lot mm-hmm. about making music, and not only that, but making good music, especially as I'm like on the like tail end of my project. Thanks. And, like, I know, like, what kind of song I need. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Just trying to make sure everything counts because I'm here. Makes sense. Um, how many songs is this? Pro- let, let me hold off on this. Let me just let me just hold my question. <laughs> let me hold my question. All right. Let me pick up the last fan, I believe. <laughs> oh, God. What can we expect from you this year? <laughs> Which is what I was even going to ask about the stimulus. A project. Okay. Come on. We need a one some gunshots we gonna do 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 some gunshots girl I have a song that's called can I say it AK-47 so it's like what's the vibe what's the vibe what's the vibe of the song it's definitely it's made by a producer named Street Beats from Ghana okay so African influence Afro pop it's not an island vibe. Don't say that. <laughs> no island vibe at all in that song. But um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Dope. Is it? Is it an EP? Is it an album? It's an EP. How many songs? Uh, it's supposed to be eight. It's supposed to be. Yeah. What's the condition that it will not be eight? If I decide that I don't want the eighth on there, I have some. I have so much music uh-huh. now, especially even because I'm here and <laughs> making so much music that mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to like rearrange, cut some, add some. Makes sense. Makes and it depends sense. on also like features, like if so and so does this or doesn't do it. Yeah. Three, I know this is a super cl- uh, cliche question, but don't give me no cliche answer. You ask me who I want to work with. Yes! <laughs> You've done this 20 times. I you know the drill. You know the drill. I saw the thing. I'll be you know honest. The drill. <laughs> <laughs> um, damn. Artist wise mm-hmm. or producer wise? Give me both. Do not, you cannot. Don't come and tell me 
Burner Boy, WizKid, they don't. I was don't, about to say WizKid. No, no. I actually do want to work No, because all of you need them in the show over WizKid. Let's make it interesting. Let's make it interesting. Come oh on. my God. The thing about me is I be so much so like in my own world. I don't yeah. listen to a lot of people. So I don't no, really I feel like know. that would be me if I was an artist. Yeah. Um, who do I want to work with? And you can actually say nobody. Nobody is actually is also a good answer. Is it a good answer? Because there are people that I would like to work with. Okay. But I don't know if I have any off the top of my head that I'm like, I need to work with this facts, person. Facts. Yeah, I don't know. Is that both like a producer yeah. and artist-wise? There's no one. Producer-wise, um, a lot of the people that I like wanted to work with here, mm-hmm. I've worked with. Um, let's see. Sorry, you deserve a good shot. You deserve a good shot. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot Don't of new people, too. Like, I, I love, like, Mona Lisa was my shit last oh year. God. I think that Lojay is a really incredible songwriter. Mm-hmm. And, like, a really, his voice, his tone is, like, top, top tier to me. I think Thanks. he's a really great artist. Um, and Mona Lisa is, like, lyrically and vibe-wise, like, I don't, I can't think of a lot of songs. So like, they play Mona Lisa in, in Atlanta? No. They're not? No. We need to get them playing in Atlanta. Maybe, they might do? be at the clubs a little bit, but... Like overall, like okay. radio, all that. No, like, Got you. Um, but yeah, I just think he's a really great songwriter. Dope. And I concur, but artist. I'm hella biased. Yeah. So let me not even talk. I mean, yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. But he is. Okay. Um, hmm. Since you've been in Nigeria mm-hmm. for this trip that you've been in Nigeria, mm-hmm. are you allowed to disclose who you've worked with so far or is it all confidential? Um, I can say like producer wise. Okay. Yeah. I've worked with Tells okay. Type A. Okay. Who was just disgusting. Like he's the best. Like he's so good. And, like, and he's kind of like, I feel like he's a little bit low key. Like mm-hmm. not everybody knows like, mm-hmm. you know, the songs that he's done or whatever. He's definitely, you know, getting bigger and bigger songs. Amazing. Um, who else have I worked with? Sazi. I don't know if you know Sazi. Afro she, she's fire too. Okay, I don't, you know, not, not off the top of my head, but there's people in this room that can vouch for her, so yeah, she's solid hard. There. I love Sazi. Um, the Mav, mm-hmm. who's one of my good friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Who else have I done sessions with? Okay. Houdini, who's fire too. His okay. studio space is also my studio. Oh, okay, grace. I know her. Okay, dope, 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 dope. <laughs> Mad, mad. That's uh, like, that's like, um, yeah, that's where I record at. Um, we charge you. Somebody might be listening and be like, oh, you didn't charge her. Oh, okay, you know what? Let me you know what? I let me not put nobody in trouble. That's fine. That's fine. He charged he charged fifty K an hour. Yeah. That's how much they pay. Um, okay, that's mad. That's mad. Yeah. That's mad. That's mad. That's mad. Um so we finished the fans. Mm. I wanna say my story. Can I say my story? Yeah, please do. Would you listen to my story? Can I can I open up to you? Yeah, please do. I need it. I need All to right. It. So this past this past um uh, Saturday, I decided to be outside, right? I said be outside, right? <laughs> so I go outside, right? And I go to this place called what's this place called? I think this is called Zaza or something. <laughs> Zaza Lagos or something like that. Interesting. Um and I go with my friend. Fine babe. Like I'm telling you, fine babes are just surrounding me. I'm I'm like God is answering fine my prayers. Fine babes, you fine babes. What? Are you telling like bro? Go with my friend. We go to this Zaza place, right? And we didn't have no red so Nigeria Nigeria's unnecessarily classist for like no reason, right? Like most so go, of the world. Bro, no, I know it's most of the world, but like it's it's disgusting in this country because yeah. we are so poor we are too poor to yeah. be as classist as we are. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we pull up to this place. 
Um, we had dinner, and then we were like, oh, we don't want to go home yet. So let's let's try to go somewhere. I'm anti that. I don't like. I see. You don't, Lisa, like, I, you don't like the vibe after the vibe. No, I don't like. I don't like a vibe that I, I didn't prepare that for that vibe before I left my house. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't more open. <laughs> you, said, you said I need to be more open. Yes. Not in Lagos. Not in the way they embarrass you or come and embarrass you. Just do some dumb stuff. That I'm like, I could have stayed home for this nonsense, mm-hmm. right? Okay. okay. So we pull up to this place, right? So we get to do it. Like, oh, you need a reservation. I'm like, here we go. Was it like a nice? It's a up place. Yeah, by legal standard, yeah, it's a nice, it's a nice place, upscale place. Like they're, they're like, um, you need a reservation, but we don't have one. Then I think the babe was just like, you know what, just go inside. Like it's not that deep. Like come on, bro. So we get upstairs and we're looking forward to sit. Like this place is like kind of packed and stuff. So we're looking forward to sit. And then my friend, see, so my my friend is a premium, is a premium spice. Like mm-hmm. me, I'll just be like, if you say there's no reservation, I'm taking my butt home. Yeah. She'd be like, no, you better act like. What do you mean, act like you're supposed to be here? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so we get up, like we get that. upstairs. No, she she probably said things. So we get upstairs, and then mind you, right? They asked for a reservation at the door. We say we don't have, but they let us bypass. Like they let us pass you level one. It's it's like a freaking video game, bro. You get to the next level with some lady with this white dress on my son. Y'all don't see your name on the on the list. And my friend's like, yeah, um, I what forgot what she's for that. Bro, your name's on the list. I don't like, know. Who cares? Let me inside. So we get upstairs and like there's this section that's mad empty and there's mm-hmm. like like a bunch of tables. And my friend is like, yeah, we're, we're sitting there. I'm like, bro, how can we sit there? I don't know. Maybe I'm acting like some like I don't know myself. Or I'm like, how can we sit there, bro? We don't have no reservation. I don't have no. I don't have no energy to be embarrassed or nothing like that so anyway I don't know what my friend says I don't know what my friend does we shag at a table for two in this little reserve like this little reserve place it has like bouncers and stuff I'm like is this a VIP inside a restaurant like what is yeah. it like what? so we're there and then we're chilling and then my friend is like so we already ate so we're not trying to eat right yeah. and I'm like God please don't let this be a place where they're going to ask for minimum spend like if you're not they'll, they'll tell you like oh, you yeah, can't sit at this goes. table if you're not going to spend 200k I'm like yeah. bro I don't have 200 I have 200 but I'm not spending my 200k <laughs> in this place bro like God please <laughs> so then my friend was like let's just let's just order wine so I'm like I don't drink wine I don't drink wine I don't drink wine you no. know I'm a big age I'm going to have my first glass of wine so my friend buys me wine right and I had my first glass of wine. Wow. And then good? We, did you like it? Did I like it? So the first Oh come oh, chill. on. Chill. Let me let me land. Let me land. Let me drinking Gaddy, but you're not drinking wine. Is, what are you talking about? I would drink this every day. But don't don't even play my Gary here, please. Thank you. Is it Gar Gary or Gary? Gary. I said Gary like I'm Gary. No, no, no. It sounded it sounded lovely when you said it. Um so I drink we drink our first glass and then my friend's like, Oh, look, she wants another glass. I'm like, girl, I'm good with this one. Like it took me two hours to drink one glass. I was like, you two know what? Two hours. Yeah, it's my first time, so you know what I'm trying to yeah. Yes, <laughs> understand you the flavor. I'll see. Let me let me let me get to the let me get to the cream of my story. Okay, so we're sitting there, we're chilling, right? Now, what I wore to that place, like there were all these like big booty babes, babes face beat to the gods, beauty wonders. Vibes. Okay, I'm here with my bucket hat, some like lightning jeans, some chunky Why beat not? up boots. Why not? Why not? What? Why not? Like, what's the problem? It, I was. I don't feel like. You didn't feel. I felt. I felt out, out of place. place. I felt okay. very out of place. I, I, I mean, yeah. So I don't normally care when I'm when I feel out of place. I'm like, I always feel out of place. Bro, yeah, I exactly. walk down the street. I'm out of place. It's exactly. fine, right? <laughs> but I'm in this place. We're chilling. So I'm there, and like you know, all you know, big booty girls, like all these types of women. I'm just man. Let me just drink my wine, be with my fans, and be dancing the music yes. in front of chilling. Mm-hmm. Crystal, tell me why this waitress comes to my comes next to me. She's like, um, excuse me, ma'am. Um, the man across from me, from you, asked me to ask you, um, what do you want to drink? I said, huh? Are you mistaken? Are you sure it's me you're talking to? Are you sure it's not my friend? Like, I'm looking around like, this is a joke, right? This is like, I'm punked, right? 
That don't make no sense. I don't understand. She's like, no, 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 it's you. He told me it's you. I said, no, it can't be me. So she was like, yeah, what do you want to drink? I said, tell him I want water with ice. My friend was looking at me like, are you dumb? I know she was mad. Are you, are you okay? Can you act you like somebody has bottle, The nicest thing in the restaurant. So, so I was like, yeah, but I don't want anything. I want water. Like, look at me like a goofball. Like, yeah, I just want water and ice. My friend said, my friend, if you don't go and order wine here, don't come and disgrace me here. <laughs> I ended up getting a bottle. Like, I, I ended up ordering a bottle, right? You're clapping for me. Let me clap for myself. 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 Energy. So I get this bottle and I'm like, God, if I get this bottle, that means this man's gonna want to talk to me. I don't want to talk to nobody. You don't have to talk like, to I'm anybody. I'm thinking about the like the implications of accepting this gift. You know, you know, if I if I if I take it, then I might have to exchange number. Just, I don't want to exchange numbers. You gotta numbers. come into your power. What is like, my power? Power like, is I'm taking this. I don't got no power, offered, but I don't owe you anything, so leave me alone. Okay, and if you have a problem with that, then that's his problem. Go shots, go shots, go shots, go shots, go shots. So we take this bottle and we're like drinking. I'm like, oh wow, so this is what this is what it feels like to be a baddie. Like people just send the bottle to your table. You know, chilled in the in the ice bucket with Kulak ice, like oh snap. So we're drinking, so we're, we're we're you know sipping or whatever. I didn't even take. I just took. I think I took one glass of the bottle. I was like, yeah, I'm good. I'm not. I, I, this is not the type of party. I didn't come for it. Come here for this. Okay. So then the person who buys the bottle, I'm like asking which is like who who sent this thing. Let me like you know say thank you. Like let me be polite. Let me not you know feel entitled or whatever. Me. What would you have done? Nothing. Oh, drink my drink. Oh, <laughs> well. you don't need to teach me how to be a daddy. So and then we can have a conversation. I'm rusty. I don't. I don't know how this stuff goes. So you're my, nice. So my. So I'm like, who who sent the bottle? So I wanted to like say thank you and I mm-hmm. appreciate this stuff. So she tells me who sends the bottle. So the guy comes over. He's like, yeah. I hope you don't mind that I bought you this. Um, that you know, I I, I got you the drink. Um, you know, I just like your style. I just like that. And I'm looking at him like, what is this? A are you trolling? Because I really so shocked. I don't know. I'm just like, <laughs> this is not. This is not, it's not regular. This is, this is not regular okay. for me. Last time this thing happened to me was like years ago when mm. I was when I was more baddie back then than now. Now I'm just hustling, bro. Like now hustle is just on my body. I don't. Yeah. I can't be bothered. But he was like, "No, I really like your style." Da, 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 da. I'm like, oh, thank you. I appreciate. Thank you for the bottle. Da, 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 whatever. This is what. This is the whole crux of this whole story. Why I say men are irritants. Okay, <laughs> it's not even the guy that bought the bottle is an irritant. It's his friend. Oh God. So I'm sitting there. I'm, you know, I'm chilling with my friend. We're dancing. So one man comes up to me and he's like, you know, I've been waiting for you to stand up for hours um, because I want to know if you have a big butt or not. Like, this is what this person comes That's and tells me. That's not what he said. That's what he said, bro. Out of his mouth? Out of his mouth. Like verbatim. Verbatim. <laughs> Maybe he said, the, you know, ass instead of butt. I don't the remember. Audacity. But, but, the I was like, audacity. Is it because of wine? The first thing, is it because of wine? <laughs> I should have just ordered the damn water. Let me just, like, my, know myself. No. He was like, Crystal, yeah, do you know this guy was like trying to hold my hand and get me to stand up? Like, oh, you know, I was talking to my boy and I wanted to be was we've been discussing like if you have a big I'm like, what are you talking about? Discussing? That's it. Is outside really worth it? Outside don't really be at worth it. At that point, no. Outside isn't worth it. At that point, throw the whole bottle away. And it was so it was so like and I was trying to be pol- like not polite, but I was trying to be like, oh, how do I maneuver this situation? I'm like, yeah, don't worry, oh, I don't have anything to do. If you want big, big, see, I was just pointing, see, she got a big butt, she got a big butt, she got, I'm skinny, you can see me right now, I'm skinny. Like, just trying to, like, play it off, but I was so angry. Yeah. That, like, why, why? Like, why is this happening? Why is this happening? Yeah. Why is this happening? Yeah. Why is this happening? So I had to, like, Play, like go back and forth with this man for like two minutes trying mm-hmm. to get him to like eventually leave me alone the way it ended up happening is the guy that bought me the bottle now grabs his friend and I think he maybe told him like yo chill like what was the, what was the purpose of you doing that so he, the person that bought me the wine like saved the day mm-hmm. but men are irritants That's and they're like cockroaches yeah and yeah. no offense to the men in this room y'all are cool <laughs> but like that 
experience was nasty mm-hmm. and now I don't want to go outside no more because mm-hmm. ew yeah, but, um, yeah thank Disgusting. you for letting me rant of course Every I don't time. think I want to go outside like even we're supposed to go outside this weekend because of homecoming I'll, I'll go to homecoming I'll go to homecoming anything yeah. after man I'm, I'm taking my butt home I don't want nobody <laughs> you know what the crazy thing is though is that even without the bottle he probably still would have done the same thing so <laughs> it's like I guess <laughs> maybe I'm, you don't accept the bottle probably still gonna be a dickhead <laughs> so yeah it's whatever, but yeah, I just it just it just have a very nasty taste in my mouth that yeah, you know. No, I feel that hundred percent. F outside, but anywho, so we gotta do. So are we doing words associ- uh, words association? Yeah, I'm her? song of the week. Yeah, we'll do that. Are we? But are we gonna do word association? That's a word association. Okay, do you know word association? Like the YouTube videos, song association. Yeah, word? but but you're not. You don't have to sing though. Okay, you just okay. have to. So he'll he'll say a word mm. in five seconds. He has to come up with a song that has the word in it. Mm, okay. Okay. You ready? No, yep. but let's go. <laughs> I love your. Honesty. I don't have a choice. <laughs> I love your honesty. First word: weekend. Scissor. Uh, she wants to go I don't know the words like that. <laughs> the, but she got the, the point. Top, but she I don't got know the point. She got the point. Upgrade. Let me upgrade you. <laughs> that Beyonce song. Period. Highlights. Highlights. I was about to make something up, but I don't think I have one. Hey, you could have did it. We, you could have got away with it because you're the singer. <laughs> like, you probably know the song. Like me, I made it up right now. <laughs> There's a Kanye song that talks about street lights. Oh, it's true. Oh, no, that's not highlights. Was that what you were Highlight? trying to ask her? I thought it was, I thought the it was a song, song that goes like "Baby, you're the highlight of my day," but I don't know which song that is. I would not know that at all. Nobody highlights my day. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Water, <laughs> water. Wow, water, 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 water everywhere, and not a drop. This no. I what? What song is that? It's a song. It's a song about learning how to wash your hands from like Sesame Street or some or some childhood thing. Sorry, right. sorry. That's amazing. Honestly, you're so pure. I know. I lost. It's fine. It's fine. It's my turn. Oh, man. All right. Okay. So. Four. Huh? Four. Four? Four. Four. Like four. Oh. Oh. Davido fall. Davido. You you got to say Davido, not Davido. Yeah. (laughs) We'll let you say it like that. It's fine. (laughs) I was going to say, if it was me, it would be that Drake song. Tell me why I always oh, fall for your type. type. Who thinks of that song? Girl, like, me. Girl, <laughs> me. I'm a nudge. Senorita. Huh? Senorita. Senorita? Yeah. There's a Justin Timberlake song. Yeah. Senorita, yeah. I feel yeah, for that's you. That's my job. That's my job. Okay. Code d'Ivoire. Code d'Ivoire. Wow. In a song? What? Wow. <laughs> Which song? Why can't you feel this, Alex? What song got Cote d'Ivoire in it? I mean, there's a million. Uh-huh. I don't know. Specifically. Just take the L. Just take the L. Just take I'm, the L. I'm gonna take the L. Take the L. Take the L. I don't take off of your people. You can never. You can never take that away from me. But I'll take the L. <laughs> Fine. Fan. Yep. Um, it's a Jimmy Fox song. Fan. Um. Fan. Um, uh, oh, God, doesn't Drake have a song called "Effing Fans"? He does. Yeah. Well, there you go. Take <laughs> that. Say it. <laughs> Can you talk? Come here. Come here. Come here. Uh, okay. Fire. 
I feel like that's an easy Somebody one. call 911. <laughs> Shawty fire burning <laughs> on the dance floor. Whoa. Sean Kingston. Thank you. She got it. And for just, since you just had your first glass of wine, alcohol. What? That's what? why I zip my alcohol. Okay, there we go. She said it. She sang it. She sang it. She sang it. I think I, I wanted to see what song you were doing. Bro, so other than it's sip alcohol, I'm sorry. It didn't even register to me. I don't even know the song that has alcohol in it. Do you know that song? That's Go what I was thinking of, actually. Which one? Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx. Yeah, blame it on the goose. Got you feeling loose. Blame it on the... Nobody wants to hear that song. I love Jamie Foxx. All right, okay. Last round. Wire. Wire? To the wire. Because of, of I wouldn't even <laughs> and I just watched that Kanye documentary. Yeah, that okay. was oh, do we go with Kanye or Shaka Khan? I don't know. We can go with Kanye because that's the only reason I know it. <laughs> and for you, we are going with. Don't give me one wild word off this table because you're looking at this table like you're okay. <laughs> behave, behave. Okay. okay, give me a sec. Now mm-hmm. I change the word. Take your time. Okay, table. That's not on the table. I know a song. Someone seat at the table. Is there any? There, there you go. No, well, I don't the, know. That's, your, that's the album. Isn't there a song? Or no? No. I don't know. I'm lost. <laughs> um, bring something to the table. table to, I don't know. Off the table. Weekend and Ariana Grande. I don't know if you know that song. Yeah, girl. So now I haven't heard that song. <laughs> no, it's fine. She gets a point. She wins. She even if I want, she won. Did I win? Oh my god! Here you won. Come on, you get um. But we both win. You get because you get, you're um, you. You're the best. <laughs> okay, last but not least, one more thing. One more thing. One more thing. Yes. Every week, I ask a guest to put us onto a song, um, that will play after you know the pod is over. Yeah. If and I. If I hear that you don't put your own song, I was like, I'm put on. Hey, thank God you're not signed because I know you're not going to do no copyright infringement on my podcast. (laughs) So please choose a song of your choosing to put us on to. When does this come out? Friday? Yes. Okay, I'll just do one that's out right now. Uh, I'll put you on to my song, Temptation. Talk to her now. (laughs) (laughs) No, you know what? Even though we're going to play Temptation, what is the name of the song that you and D&D did? Darling. That is my... That's your shit? That's my first that was my first introduction to you. Really? I swear I fell oh in love. God. I said, who is this person? Who is this? Oh, I think this you told me this before. Girl, I DM'd you. Yeah. I don't DM people. Did you? I think I either no. there was a reason why we were no, I it could be that I put that song Did on I my flex list. Yeah, you did. You did. Okay, you, yeah. you, were, you, you, you didn't. You didn't air me. I, was about to say. I, I put it on my playlist, I think, and then like I did an Instagram story with it, and I think I tagged you uh, and maybe responded. Either I that, did. or it's like because of the Rema thing. I don't remember. Mm. I found out maybe you're the one that sang the song. I was like, girl, I don't know you, but I love you. Aww. I don't know if I'll ever meet I you in life, you. but I love. You. This is what I was saying like how many years ago. gentlemen, boys and girls, women of the world, everybody, I don't discriminate. It's been an amazing episode of Just Finesse Presents. Christelle, thank you for thank having you for me. Having, for real. No, thank you for having me. What are you talking me. about? This thank girl. you for having me. No, thank you. And without further Always. ado, we are out.
Yeah.